You are gonna be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us on The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Michelle, and I always appreciate everybody joining us because we cover such a wide variety of topics, courtesy of our rotating panel of experts. And even though we have four groups that kind of rotate through, you would be amazed the variety of things that we end up talking about. And so to help us on the road to financial health, we have our good friends from ClearStep Financial, Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik-Seifzer. Thank you very much, ladies, for joining us again. Yes, good morning. You know, I wish that we were at a point already in the universe where we're like, hey, everything's looking up and we're great. (laughs) But it's 2020. It's 2020 (laughs) and it's kind of the year of every time something weird happens, you go, it can't get weirder. We need to stop Mm -hmm. saying that. How many times? Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. You say that and then the universe goes, here, hold my beer and here's another weird thing. (laughs) And that's how we learn and grow too. Right. And so a lot of what we cover when you both are in, and thank you for doing this, are some things that can help you as much as possible prepare for the things you can prepare for right so that when mm-hmm. the things out of our control happen mm-hmm. at least you're not over encumbered by burdens and worries right. and all of these things because you at least have those safety net things mm-hmm. that you can think about in advance those things are put into place. Life Absolutely. Be- life becomes a little easier when you prepare and have things in place. Right. And we are going to go over what, in general, we do at Clearstaff Financial and give some people some of that basic information on why it would be great to talk to you. And I remind people all the time that mm-hmm. financial advice is not just for the rich and famous. It is for everyday people like myself and our producer, Sonny, and everybody that's out there because right. there is no shame in not knowing everything about the way your personal finances work. There's, right. There is actually a great benefit to mm-hmm. having a team of people that can go, well, here's what this means. Right. And to take care of it and to take that particular mm-hmm. thing off your plate. Because don't we have enough mm-hmm. things? Don't right. we have, like right. some days it you have It feels like things. it. Right. <laughs> right. Know, and learning is a process, just like you had said, that... It uh, it's a process. And so you learn, you grow, you talk to people, you sit down with financial advisors and then you pick up additional information. But right. it's an ongoing mm-hmm. process. Right. And so before we get to any questions today, we always encourage people to be part of the mom show. You can call in 651-641-1071. I also want to remind people that security and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. So, Thank you. And we give some great advice, you know, and some base, some mm-hmm. good starter advice. Mm-hmm. And today what I think is going to be interesting is because we do have two women in the studio right now. So both of you who are also successfully relationshiped is what I like to call it. <laughs> You're, and and I applaud you. You give me hope for the future, kind of. Um, but there's a lot of us out there that either are, you know, deciding if we are going to transition back into being part of a relationship or are trying to uh, to disentangle <laughs> from mm-hmm. a relationship that we were in. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to go, okay, we know that those are complex scenarios. So we can give you some tips on getting in and some tips on getting out right. financially, right? Right. Or, and, and we were talking about this too, or if you're widowed, mm-hmm. right? Fair. Where maybe yeah. it just happened mm-hmm. and, and you weren't aver- planning on disentangling, right? right. But right. it just happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And the average, uh, Cassandra and I were talking about this, the average age of a woman widowed woman is in her 50s right 
But it happens so, to men too, mm-hmm. right? right? Mm-hmm. So, so we also want to include those people because that that's a huge transition that mm-hmm. just also again can abruptly happen for people. Right. Changes so, in life. Whether you find yourself to be, you know, recently married, recently remarried, recently divorced, recently what somehow you've gone through a very big transition financially, mm-hmm. where either you're adding incomes now or you're you're losing incomes. Mm-hmm. Those are big transitions in life that really obviously impact everything, but especially your finances. Right. And I think one of the things uh, we like to remind people as well is whenever you're going through those kind of transitions, that's a really good time to go and get advice from a financial advisor. I think it's one of the easiest times because things are changing. And so if you can if you can start out a new phase, whatever that phase Mm -hmm. is with with uh, good habits or maybe better habits or habits that will maybe get you to where you're trying to go right Mm -hmm. and so because maybe the habits you've had you've been happy right but maybe you decided now that you have some specific goals or some other things that you'd like to work towards so those are good times maybe Mm -hmm. you were just so busy living right that you really don't know where you are Mm -hmm. i feel like that Mm -hmm. happens a lot to us as human beings is that everything is just continuing and so nothing's bad Right. But there's some things that are happening that you just go, I don't have any idea what's going on in there. Maybe I haven't looked at my retirement plans or, or looked at any of those, even asked myself those questions for a really long time mm-hmm. because I was going to work. I was mm-hmm. taking care of the kids. Right. I was doing whatever, you know, I was hanging out at the grocery store, just daily living. <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, wait, maybe I should look at that more, or have a more detailed answer about what it is. That's a common conversation we have with people because when we when people meet with us and we look at things, we talk about their financial goals, and that can be that can be a really good conversation to have. But it sometimes people haven't thought about that, right. and it's okay. But it's a great conversation that we can help facilitate with people and say, well. Do you have plans that you'd like to be able to travel down the road? Do you have plans? Would you like to be moving to a, a different or, you know, neighborhood or a home down the road? Do you have home improvement projects? You, you know, all those kinds of things that take you know, finances to make them happen, whether it's a new mm-hmm. car, a trip, whether you want to pay for your kid's college, whether it's retirement related, you want to take care of your parents, whatever it looks like. Those are all things people can plan for. And those are things that's why it's so fun for us to talk right. with people about those mm-hmm. goals and those financial dreams and things they have and right. then start putting things in place and saying, OK, well, it just takes little by little. Right. And you can get there. Or sometimes you may not even know what you need to plan for. Exactly. So yeah. people are, like I look right now, there's a lot of people out there that are concerned. There's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, people are like deer, the, in, a deer headlights. in the headlights, mm-hmm. right? right? Where they are just not doing anything. They're right. just waiting and, and not really knowing what to do. So when you have these transitions in life, right? Marriage or remarriage or widow or or maybe even just knowing that you've got to prepare right. for the unexpected those are conversations that we love having because we have ideas and things to share. And once you get in the habit of doing it and you learn some of right. these tricks, I'll tell by example from talking to Cassandra, there are some things mm-hmm. where it's it, you, you, you're surprised with your own reflex mechanisms mm-hmm. on some things. Like, you know, recently, and I talked to Cassandra before I was going to, I bought a duplex. <laughs> so I bought this house. That's went through great. a lot of work to buy this house. I worked on, we've been talking about this for two years. Yeah. It took me two years to get yeah. my act together to yeah. buy this thing. Yeah. And so what I did now, like you could tell from looking at me, me, both of you, like anybody that's not in the studio can't tell. I told myself after I bought this house, <laughs> so now I'm on a six month plan. I said, if you can mm-hmm. just get by without your gym membership, Mm-hmm. paying somebody to do your nails and paying somebody to do your hair for six months. You'll have yeah. your cushion back because I yeah. use my cushion back up in this house. Yeah. And so I'm like, when I even heard my inner Shannon <laughs> say those things to myself, like just stop doing these things for a while. I was like, 
Good for me. Thank you, Cassandra. <laughs> I appreciate you being that little thing on my shoulder that said, don't spend that money right now. It'll be fine. So if I come in looking kind of busted and tired, it's Cassandra's fault. Um, <laughs> That's the takeaway. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But I also appreciate that we're having a joyful conversation about these things and yeah. finances. Right. Because a lot of times, and I'm sure, and we've talked about when people first come to see you, mm-hmm. they often come in from a position of, uh, of regret, like I know they're going to tell me I did something wrong, and I'm sure that there's right. a problem, and so they just didn't want to exp- look right. at it. And that's not the experience at all when they come in and clear stuff. Mm, but no. that's a really good point because mm-hmm. we all are down on ourselves for decisions we may or may not have made, right? right? Mistakes that we may have made. So we all make mistakes. There's no one road to our success, whatever it is, mm-hmm. financial success in life, to do the right things all the time. Right. So none of us have ever experienced that. So these are, again, topics of conversation mm-hmm. that we have. Right. And so many of us are constantly just trying to to stay on a certain track, right? right. And it does. It takes a constant effort. So I think all of us have areas to work on, and, and we know that, and mm-hmm. we have our own <laughs> challenges that we deal with, <laughs> right. too. So so we're all human here. You can relate. Right, right. exactly. Right. Right. We can all relate. So mm-hmm. we just really, yeah, it's about taking people where they're at, trying mm-hmm. to help them along their, their path, and, and just trying to be there with people and right. looking out into the future. And some people need more hand-holding than others. Some people just need a few pointers. Some people mm-hmm. really want the encouragement, and that's exactly why we're there. So, right. Well, we have a few minutes before we go to our first break. So if we're just starting yeah. the process, what kind of questions do I need to ask myself as I'm getting ready to come and see you? I think just having having just starting the thought process of what do I want in right. the future financially? Right. How do I want? Because it doesn't matter necessarily where you're at right now. OK, just open your mind up to what what do I want and take those barriers away, take any preconceived notions away and just start to dream a little bit. I think that's the most beneficial thing for people. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, part of it is know your details. The devil's in the details, right? Know your income and expenses. Know uh, what, like you said, Miss Shannon, where there's some expenses that maybe are extras that right. you can make decisions on on having more cash flow to right. be able to reach your financial goals. Right. Well, we're going to give some more great advice. and We're going to specifically talk about those transitions in our life when mm-hmm. we get back, Cassandra. Right. We have some specific steps and things to consider as you're going through those big life transitions. Right. And you can also be part of the mom show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll right back with the friends from Clear Step Financial. Thank you for joining us for the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Ms. Shannon Joyne from the team from Clear Step Financial, Cassandra Brazier, Carla Zevnik Cypher, taking your calls, helping you get on the road to financial mm-hmm. health here at 651 641 1071. And, and as, as Carla and Cassandra were coming in, I was telling our producer, Sonny, that she really needed to pay attention to this show. <laughs> I call her out. I'm going to call her out because oh, boy. producer Sonny, she's like my little sister that's not my sister. But she's the same age as my younger sister and so I pick on her a lot about things but she is out like, of love out of love so Sonny you need to pay attention because we we're talking about transitions I'm listening and I'll be honest I don't want to put all her business out there but you're like a little piece of having the right questions in your mind mm-hmm. as you are transitioning from one part of your relation to the next so mm-hmm, before you mm-hmm. get married and we are fans of love this sounds like a buzzkill <laughs> it sounds like a buzzkill but as the jaded divorcee in the room that is my job is to douse 
Love. You are owning it. There are some things that I wish that I had talked to my ex about before we got married. Because one of the main things we have is just different methodologies Mm -hmm. on finances Mm -hmm. and the way that we do stuff and the importance Mm -hmm. in your life of credit and stability Mm -hmm. and financial, those kind of things, those Mm -hmm. economic stability. We just think very differently Mm -hmm. about things. And that's one of those things. I think there's a few things in relationships that you can go and battle it out with a therapist Mm -hmm. and, and figure it out. And figure out how to get on the same love language. And then there's some things you're like, we do not speak the same language. We are not even in the same continent. Mm-hmm. And that was just, that's real talk. And I think yeah. finances mm-hmm. is one of those things. It's you one of the most important And it can cause pieces. so much stress. Mm-hmm. We yep. broke up half the year last year because of finances. Oh. Thank you, Sonny. <laughs> it's just We got back together. We good. We are better than ever. There you go, Sonny. But we needed a good six months to be like, listen, we're going to have to find a common ground. We're going to talk about this cash. Right. And it's funny because... Because to be honest, last night he was like, I think it's... It's funny that I just said that and I'm finna say this. <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. This is what he said. He said, I think it's I think it's cool that we haven't allowed money to mess us up. Right. And I, and he said, That's we had good. our big fight last year. We did. But it was about us. Uh, like, so my upbringing is because I've ha- I haven't had the most consistent childhood. And so my thing is, whoever's living in the house, everybody pays. Yeah, mm-hmm. I pay for half the rent or the mortgage or whatever I pay. And we got into a huge fight about that three years back. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, the man's supposed to pay the mortgage. I'm like, uh, I'm not leaving my <laughs> overhead to nobody. I have to right. pay some of that rent because if you get mad, you're going to try to put me out. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, I, we did. I'm not going to sit here and act like it was all roses. We, we broke up half of last year. Behind right. money, so and I'm I, all ears. <laughs> I agree with you, Sonny. I think it is a matter of your upbringing. And I came from a similar background to Sonny where mm-hmm. we were always like on struggle bus. And mm-hmm. so as we aged and we got to the point that we started to, one, you get used to doing things mm-hmm. with less. So mm-hmm. I already have that in the back of my head. So I'm mm-hmm. used to going, okay, well, this is, you know, if you get something, you need to keep it nice. <laughs> right. But because you're not, you may not get another one. Right. But also, yeah. it made me think uh, because I did so much work. To get to this point Mm -hmm. where I had, you know, a savings account and an investment account Mm -hmm. and, you know, it took an effort to get to the point and to clear up my credit that when I dated somebody that didn't care or somebody mm. thinks it's cute to say they don't have any money, I'm like, that is not cute. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> At all. You, know? At all. you think you're joking, right. and I'm like, hey, I have, if I ever get married, I'm getting a prenup, and he's like, I don't have any money for a prenup. Wrong answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. I mean, not even, I'm not saying that I have a ton. I'm not living that Kardashian life, but, but the little bit I got, I'm keeping, <laughs> right. and then my son's going to have. Right. You know, And so I think that that's good, too, is to, you know, to be able to work with someone like Clear Step and go, here are my goals. How do I articulate them mm-hmm. and then know what questions I can ask as we are learning one another in a relationship. So right. let's let's start with as we're leading into it. Right. I think that that, you know, and then we'll talk about the transitions as you're transitioning out. So right. let's say you're in a relationship and you're mm-hmm. going, OK, I've been handling things myself. Um, and now we're going to have two incomes. We're going to be, you know, maybe we're going to start cohabitating. Maybe we're getting married. Mm-hmm. Lots of things can happen. Mm-hmm. And so you start going, well, do we dump everything into one pot? What do we do? I think we just rush with the hormones mm-hmm. and don't sit down and go, well, what really should I do? And especially, mm-hmm. especially as women, we don't want to be mean and go, mm-hmm. you don't get to touch my money. Cause that seems mean and harpy ish. <laughs> oh no, I'm a be mean. Right. <laughs> I work too hard right. for this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that if we look at historical numbers, mm-hmm. a lot of it comes back to women historically are now coming into, I need to know as much about finances mm-hmm. as men did. Cause mm-hmm. it just was not, you know, back to what your your fiance said, Sonny, is it, for a while, even if guys didn't know more than the woman, it was the his, the 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 patriarchal construct that we live in mm-hmm. was the guy handles it. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't and need a to lot know. of men still do today. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. 
Uh, but it is good for women to get educated on money and finance. A lot of women pay the bills and do the day-to-day, and, and still a lot of men do the investing. Right. But it is good as a couple to understand both. Especially because, back to what we said, sometimes you can't plan for when you end up transitioning out of relationship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it seems wise to kind of go, well, I knew about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I think there are, we wanted to go through some specific things that people can actually take tangibly and say, okay, let's do this and or, or look at some of these things. And so one of the biggest things is just getting an idea of what do you have coming in Right. You know, what what income is coming in every month? If you got to go online and look in your bank stuff, just get a real good idea. And then also either whether it's your credit card statements or your bank statements, look at what's all going out. And, it, you know, I, I encourage people just to do that even on an ongoing basis, whether right. you're going through big life transitions or not. It can be a really good exercise. But those times of transitions, it can make it even more critical so that you take the next step of whatever that looks like in life and you have the best financial footing because right. you have a good handle on kind of where everything's at. Right. And I think sometimes this is the spot where people just get paralyzed because they think, oh, it seems overwhelming. It seems right. whatever. No, just just schedule a night, yes. right? No one's hardly anyone's doing social activities anymore right now. So take take a night, mm-hmm. uh, open up a bottle of wine, or have a glass of tea or something, and and, and just kind of look through things and right. just take some time. And it's it is very. I find people say it's very empowering because yeah. you just actually feel like then you have a handle on things. And you don't right. have to have all the details though either. No. It's just something. Maybe you sit with a friend. Maybe you sit if you are married or, um, but it's something good to prepare. Again, these life. Transitions in life happen sometimes on the spur. We, right. we don't know when I go they can through, happen at split moments. When I go through my stuff, I find myself laughing. Myself. <laughs> I do. I do. Because right. mm-hmm. you'd be like, you did. You bought what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, so I think if you try to be mm-hmm. lighthearted with yourself yeah. and not take right. yourself too serious. Oh, like, my gosh. I yeah. had to redo my taxes one year. And I was like, how much money did you spend on that? busted dude. Right. what a waste mm. um so <laughs> you learn about yourself but That's i also right. think that it's good like i mean going through the process of like how can i have control over my finances like i sat down mm. and turned on all my notifications because mm. now a lot of things are digital and you can put little mm. things in to yeah. make your life easier like mm. my credit card has a thing that says hey it can send me a text message that says my balance is getting too high or my available credit is getting too low. Mm. And you can set that goal and yeah. say, okay, when I'm, you know, mm. when I get a thousand dollars away from my maximum, it'll send me a little note that goes, hey, because, you know, you have some auto debits. You have these recurring, mm-hmm. you know, these these monthly recurring payments, things like that you mm. might forget about and go, oh, wait, I thought I paid that. Because time flies, and sometimes you honestly just lost track of time. And so I don't like having auto payments coming out mm-hmm. of a lot of things, but I do like it reminding me that it's time to do something so right. I don't lose track of time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the next thing is to mm-hmm. kind of assess your debt mm-hmm. and look at the debt, look at what's out there. And uh, I, I mean, if you can if you can clear it all out, great. And if you're, this is what I recommend for people, because we all know, we, we know ourselves. Right. Right. We, we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone that you've had some habits that have helped creep debt up right. over time, I say, then if you want to get out of that habit, every time you get paid, clear out your credit card. Just Good point. Pay it off first, and then you can work with whatever you have. I mean, obviously you need to put walls on, you know, pay your rent, mortgage, all <laughs> that kind of stuff. But then just 
pay it completely off every time you get paid. We have some great tips on how you can battle some transitions in your life regarding your finances. You can be part of the mom show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the mom show on My Talk 1071. It's streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon, Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial and Carla Sevens. Hello. <laughs> We were we had a little a little back and forth because one of our other partners here on the mom show at Care Counseling and I happen to be using my Care Counseling mug this morning instead of my Clear Stuff financial. <laughs> I will rotate to it through. Shannon. I promise. <laughs> you messing up the IG picture, Shannon. I know. I know. <laughs> right. Thank we're you, all a mom show family. It didn't occur to me this morning that I needed to coordinate, get the right mug. My mug. <laughs> I should have known. I was more worried about whether my head wrap would pa- match my jumper. I didn't. It does. It's it cute. Think. It didn't occur it's to me. A I'm pop like, pop of color. Thank you very much. It didn't yeah. occur to me. Gosh darn it! You picked the wrong mug. <laughs> so, we would love to have you be part of the mom show. We always have a good time in here, regardless of what we're talking about. The number is six five one six four one one zero seven one, and we're talking about transitions yeah. in life and how you can kind of get ahead of them mm-hmm. if you need some help on your finances. Good point. Things you should get talk ahead. to yourself. Prepare get ahead, ahead and mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. make sure you're checking all the right boxes right. when those things happen because things that get overlooked sometimes can really create a big impact right either mm-hmm. for you later or for the ones you love later it can really make things that much more difficult right because right. you right. really need to remember to go back through and and go okay did I, you know, if I'm moving into a new relationship, did I change my beneficiaries? You know, did, how is this taken care of? Did I update my will? You know, mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like maybe you're like, I finally sucked it up and I got the will done, mm-hmm. but then you never looked at it again. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all messed up. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Those are, those are, you mentioned beneficiary. We have that. Um, we wanted to talk about that a few different times because that's one of the big things that can get overlooked. Okay. Um, in a number of areas, right? I mean, we, sometimes we think, oh, we got to change our beneficiaries, but they're you have i mean if you think about how many places in your life because we don't do it all at once right right? it's over time you know you Mm -hmm. you you have your job and then you sign up for your 401k and then you have to put a beneficiary down right Right. and then you have maybe you have life insurance through work Mm -hmm. then maybe you also have your own life insurance policy right okay so there's that beneficiary you have your checking and savings account you may or may not have put someone down for that sometimes people do sometimes they don't you can put a transfer on death but there's all these different places in our life. Do you have a CD out there? Do you have a Ross? Do you have, mm-hmm. you know, an IRA? Do you have an old 401k out there right. from 25 years ago that is still in your maiden name, right? Oh, I mean, wow. those are yes. all things mm-hmm. that... We see them. Those mm-hmm. are all things out there. Mm-hmm. So it's so important because there can be really big challenges and issues if we don't try and keep up with those things, especially in these big times of transition. Right. Well, and there's a lot of, like I said, uncertainty or un- events that happen, right? Mm-hmm. You have... You have deaths of spouses, you have uh, divorce situations, you have remarriages. Uh, there's all, you know, these events just do come up. So, you know, we always recommend pay attention to these. Um, it's so easy to have beneficiaries, write them down. You want to come back to the contingent beneficiary and maybe you never go back to it. Okay. Right. Or you say, okay, I'll put this person down as a primary beneficiary right now. And that person dies. And now Mm -hmm. it just creates such a mess if these things aren't looked at or evaluated on a, I always say at least annually um, to reevaluate all your beneficiaries. Because we, you know, when we were looking ahead at the show and you sent me the list, the list of places that Mm -hmm. that could be as Cassandra was rattling them Mm -hmm. off. It's a really long list, as you Mm -hmm. said, of where all of these things can just uh, 
pebbles, drop pebbles throughout your life of things that you need to keep track of. Yeah. And so that's the other reason we're like, okay, well, where does all of this live? So you can go, I have a checklist eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of those big things too is if you're divorced, you may or may not have changed your beneficiary information from your ex-spouse. And that's one of those things. And then sometimes people get remarried. And then if they've never changed it and something happens to them, their ex-spouse would still be listed as the beneficiary if they never changed that. Right. So those are that's something that we've seen happen with people. And um, potentially disinherit the children. Correct. Wow. Unintentional. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Unintentional. But that these can things happen. can happen. Where sometimes there was, um, you know, where the spouses, there's maybe a, a second marriage or a remarriage, right? And then mm-hmm. the spouses are each other's beneficiary, right? Right. But then if there's children, maybe there's children on both sides even, but then if one of the spouses passes away, it just goes to the other spouse. Right. But then the spouse who passed, their children may not get anything then because the new spouse then may give everything to their children. Does that right. make sense? So, yes. So there's all these different kind of scenarios and that can play out. how do you work out? it out for the children in general? Because if they're under 18, right, you can't just make them the beneficiary. Right. Isn't that, is that exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So children that are under 18, it's not really recommended to list them as beneficiaries. You can list them, but they can't take custody of funds or assets or anything until they're of age, until they're an adult. And so someone else would have to control the assets and things on their behalf until they were old enough to be able to do that. Okay. Um, and so that's why it can just be more complicated if you put down underage children as your beneficiaries. Right. There's there's ways to, you know, Fight we recommend it. either have an adult that's maybe a family member that's responsible that would do a good job utilizing the funds for their benefit. And you right. communicate that to this adult, right? And you say, we're, we, you know, this is, we want you to kind of take things on for the kids if that's, you know, if they're willing to do that. Otherwise, in estate planning, those are things you can also spell out. Right. Um, and then that can really, you can really have a lot of say in how the funds and assets get get um, dispersed and things. However, that's another issue and error that a lot of people make is then you have to list your, your estate plan as the beneficiary. Right. Because you can do all the estate planning, but if you still have someone else or a spouse or whoever listed as your beneficiary, that's where it's going to go. It doesn't matter if you did all this estate planning. You right. have to actually connect all the dots on those things. Right. And sometimes, like you had said, the if you have children under the age of 18, you want to pick a custodian of some some someone there that you trust, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a primary custodian that's there for the benefit of the children and you list the children. So then the money then goes to that adult person whether it be a brother sister mom or dad or whoever Mm -hmm. and then for the benefit of the kids okay but those are really critical uh, that wording has to be correct with beneficiary but how many people out there i see this all the time how many people that have children under the age age of 18 list the children as beneficiaries Mm -hmm. and it cannot go it will it'll have a direct probate experience it'll go okay. directly the attorneys will have to get involved the children cannot inherit money directly so it's a big factor to um, make sure that that's looked at and another thing that can happen is sometimes so for example like i have four other siblings right mm-hmm. and so if if my mom were to list the five of us out as beneficiaries there's a few different ways of doing that you can either just list all the kids out but then if something happened to me it would just go to my four other siblings. So my kids and my husband then would not receive anything. Okay. And so sometimes 
she, like being the generous grandmother oh that she is, who could yes. that be? Maybe <laughs> would want my kids to still receive my portion. Right. And so there's different ways you have to list that then if that's what you want to happen. Right. Yeah. So there's all different beneficiary things are so that's why we always want to look at that stuff with people. Look at who are the beneficiaries. Who do you want to receive? the? Is this person st- right? How many of yeah. us have had family members that kind of go off the deep end for a time mm-hmm. and come back? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, maybe some of us have been those family members. <laughs> Um, Fair enough. So, I mean, we just needed a moment. Yeah, we needed a moment. I know. We yeah. needed a hot second. It yes. was 2020. So, but there are going to be those times. So it's just good to ongoing mm-hmm. have an ongoing uh, evaluation of beneficiary things. We can't say that enough. And you know what? The right. more detail you have, the better. Right. Uh, it alleviates questions and concerns that family members have. It's and so I important. found going through the process, it was good to have somebody else. Like a lot of the questions you just brought mm-hmm. up were things that I didn't know before I went through the process. Mm-hmm. So when I sat down right. with, you know, an estate planning attorney, the yeah. like the fact that she knew to go and then this. And I was right. like, oh, I would mm-hmm. not have if I like, if I decided to sit at home, you know, and just in front mm-hmm. of a notary or something, try and just write a will <laughs> like you see right. in the TV on, on, in the TV shows, just write it all handwrite, mm-hmm. which is not legal. You know, kind of thing. I know now because I talked to somebody about that because like, my mom wrote us a like a note. <laughs> I'm like, mom, your note doesn't mean anything. The note that for some reason she wrote one I night. I think you have to have a witness. Yeah. So her little handwritten note that she wrote us at 10 o'clock and said, here, this is for you. And I wrote one for your sister. We're like, no. You got to make a thing. <laughs> I can't just keep that in my credenza. Um, so, I, but mm-hmm. I, it was reasonable to sit there and go, oh, and have them go, okay, who's the first beneficiary? If they're mm-hmm. not available, who does this? And to right. know that there was second things and mm-hmm. to, to well, be able and, to think that through. Yeah, with and a somebody. lot of people, they'll fill out the primary beneficiary information, right? Whether it be one person or multiple people. Again, they can't be children because mm-hmm. they can't inherit money. But then they'll go back. They'll say, well, I don't know who the contingent beneficiary is. But a lot of times they never go back to it. Right. They never correct it or fill it in again. Mm-hmm. Right. That's And sometimes that's how life goes, right? Yeah, we right. have good intentions. <laughs> right. 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 You know, you go. And especially when you're in a hurry and you're doing something like, let me just hurry up and get life insurance off my checklist. Right. And then you go and they get to that question. They go, who's your beneficiary? And you go, they go, but you can call us later. Mm-hmm. Are you going to, though? You know, yeah. like, how are you going to remind mm-hmm. yourself to actually do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then the actual retirement planning piece of your finances when you're going through these big different, you know, different uh, transitions in life, mm-hmm. that can look very different. Again, if you're if the income is going to be you know, now dual income or if you're going down to one income. So all those things can impact how the future of retirement and all those other financial goals can look too down the road. So those are all good things to just sit down and look at. And sometimes there's ways, like you were saying, you know, Shannon, there are ways to make changes sometimes to get to those goals. Right. I think you have to want the goal more than you want sometimes immediate things. Fair enough. And mm-hmm. so there are a lot of times ways that people can get to those things. And once again, like you said, sometimes we don't think we want to give up certain things to get to other things. But once you think about those other things, right, sometimes it's an easier decision. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, and again, it's it's. It's reflex. It's muscle memory. It's like you have, mm-hmm. you practice it a couple times and then it just turns into something that you do. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and like you had said, goals. I, you know, it's so important for people to have some goals in mind. What they maybe one when, when they want to retire, uh, even if, whether you're going through some of these transitions in life or not. But just start thinking about that. Maybe you can retire early, maybe a little bit later. Right. But when you have a goal in mind, it's so much easier 
to get into the details. It's so much easier to get a game plan. It kind of helps with the motivation. Right. It gives you a reason to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you need like, if you need a trophy, if you're one of those people (laughs) that you you need a reward, Mm -hmm. this is the way to kind of go, well, you're working towards getting that gold star Mm -hmm. that'll make you feel like you did everything. And you can measure it then, right? Right. You can measure Mm -hmm. where you're at and what you need to do and the changes you need to occur to reach that goal. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's that's all very true. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that we can drill down with people as much or as little mm-hmm. as we need to. And some people want to go through every single you know detailed expense throughout the month because that's helpful for them. And right. then we do that with them. And some people say, no, I have a good idea or I know well enough and I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty good there. And then we don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it just is taking each people, mm-hmm. each person, you know, where they're mm-hmm. at and, and working with mm-hmm. them, how it's going to be most effective to work with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, we have been covering a bunch of information about as you're going through relationship transitions for both the good and the bad sometimes or surprises. Mm-hmm. So we have some additional information. We come back for our final segment. And what do we want to cover that? Well, we're going to go through some different times in your life that might be good to actually sit down with someone. Right. Um, so some kind of, you know, maybe the smaller transitions that aren't marriages and divorces and widow you know those kinds of things we'll talk about some other times to talk to people wonderful we'll also take your questions the number is 651-641-1071 be right back with our friends from clear step financial here on the mom show Welcome back to The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Our friends from Clear Step Financial, Cassandra and Carla, are with us. We're also taking your calls at 651-641-1071. And I'm going to try and articulate this well because we have somebody that called in and she was very lovely, but nah, a little shy, which I get. I make up for all of your shyness. Um, so, <laughs> But she had a question. We were Before we went to break, we were talking about beneficiaries and how it's mm-hmm. very important to make sure that you not only update them, but that you also... On behalf of your children, if they're under the age of 18, it's usually not advisable to make them the beneficiary because they can't take those funds. Right. If somebody else has to do them for them. So a couple mm-hmm. things to think about. Your beneficiary can be direct beneficiary with IRAs and accounts, right? So it would go directly to your beneficiaries. It would bypass a trust. It would bypass a will. Uh, the direct beneficiaries, that's why it's so important, like Cassandra said, to connect the dots. So if you want... Uh, if you want everything to go into a trust first, you have to make sure your trust gets switched over to your beneficiary information. So, so you so, would have the the trust itself, not an individual, be the beneficiary. Otherwise, whoever you list as an individual person would be the beneficiary. Did correct. I sum that up? Okay. Correct. All right. right. Okay. So if you have someone, if you have children that are close to 18, right? 17 and 18. Number one, it depends on how much you have in your assets. Do you want them to be primary beneficiaries, mm-hmm. right? So so even if you have a trust, you can still uh, take your IRAs and things like that and list your children, if they're 18 or older, as primary beneficiaries. It okay. doesn't go through the trust. But if you if there's children that, you know what, they're not making some good decisions, uh, I want to control more of this if something happens to, to me. Uh, so then what you would do is set up a trust so okay. that... The beneficiary then would be the trust and then all the monies, you would have a separate trustee to take care of the finances. You would probably have a separate, if the children are under the age of 18, you would have someone separate to take care of them as a custodian. And then the, trust, the trustee, and then the trustee would, would take make the care of the finances, okay. right. And, and the, But the trustee wouldn't likely, you would not likely want it to be the children. Right. Not likely. You know, every Maybe now and then. Maybe in time. 
Right, right. You know, what? look at the decisions we made when we were 18 versus mm-hmm. 25 or right. 30, right? You mm-hmm. have different... Or 45. Pers- or 45. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or 50. You have different <laughs> perspectives on life. And so... Typically, you don't want an 18-year-old to be your trustee. Now, every now and then, you know what? Someone says, you know what? I trust my child. Mm -hmm. The oldest, uh, I trust them to be the trustee of the trust for the rest of the family, the rest of the kids. Of or for my uncle over here, whatever, and and that's that's their decision. And right. if they trust, then uh, then that that's that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that sometimes when you're looking at trust, because I just have one because I have a special needs son, right. so I you mm-hmm. know that was a different conversation. It was right. okay. How can I? You know, that was why I was very intentional about having things pay into his trust because mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't going to be able to uh, be responsible for those funds even right. once he turns eighteen. Right. So I needed to set that up in advance so right. there are some additional questions sometimes that make it a little more complex right. than just give it to my kid it's like well how's that gonna be taken care of right so mm-hmm, i right. understand and so those and that's a whole another topic trust wills that type of right. thing mm-hmm. but beneficiary information is important to evaluate right mm-hmm. well we were talking about some things that it's uh, some good times for you to meet with an advisor and i know the blanket thing is Whenever, like if you <laughs> if you have a question, it's probably smart just to go, OK, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to mm-hmm. ask somebody, right. especially when we're going through a lot of the you know, I have been um, making this suggestion to some of my friends that are just maybe right now feeling that economic instability for the first time in their adult mm-hmm. life. Right. Like they just weren't used to it. And right now there's so many things mm-hmm. that are going on there. It's like good to have somebody else to help you streamline that economic thought process mm-hmm. and go, okay, what can I do anything about? What does it mean when I look at these interest rate numbers? This headline made me have palpitations. It's good to have somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, streamline all of that for you. Mm-hmm. But other than that, just, I feel bad. And I'd like to feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when are some other good times in our lives that we should start looking at, you know, making those choices and talking to a financial advisor? Right. So I always throw this out there and I've had some clients that um, their children, even in their teens, when they started working, they started making an income. Um, we would I would talk with them. And there are some really there's some great education that even at a very young age, um, I'll say kids, teenagers, right, they can still figure out enough about money things that they can start making good decisions. So I always throw that out there. If anyone has kids that that are ready, that they want to at least start saving something, they could, they're working, they can start. We, we knew some people that their baby was on one of the diaper boxes. And so, (laughs) and so the baby had an income. So the baby could do a Roth, right? Because it had, you know, an income anyway. So sometimes there are, sometimes there's kids that work in family businesses or so on and so forth and have, you know, an an, an earned income. Or encourage those kids. Right. And so maybe they have that, but it's also. Go mow some lawns, blow leaves, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. And there's Mm -hmm. some points where you may have just turned 18, but you can already get junk mail that says you're qualified for a credit card. And we don't always have the right courses to go well that's not always a good thing or if you're doing it here's what you have to do right because we want them to have good habits Mm -hmm. and we just don't always have time in our schools right now that's not a mandatory course right to learn how to do those things right Mm -hmm. so i always encourage anyway and no matter how young they are if they're ready to start saving fantastic Mm -hmm. right the sooner the better but um so as soon as they have a job but uh, i would say when you change a job 
that is a that's a great time to sit mm-hmm. down because a lot of times there's an old retirement plan to at least look at options with, you know, do you leave it there? Do you move it into the new plan? Do you put it somewhere completely different, right? People right, have a lot right. of questions around that. And get a game plan. Yep. You know, if if you have a money in a 401k, do you know, should you put money in a Roth? Should you put it pre-tax, after-tax? Should you roll it over? Right. All these questions, you know, get a game plan in place. You feel so much better when you have a plan in place for for retirement or even if it's out a little bit. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But that's another piece that we like to see people at least 10 to 15 years before retirement. Sometimes it's a year before. Yeah. I had a lady come into my office just last week. She was ready. She said next month. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. Right. I've had a number month. of people do that too. But you know what? That's okay too. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's wherever you're at, um, if you're ready, great. Yes. You know, but marriages, we talked about that today. Sonny, right? Divorces. <laughs> we talked about remarriage, all those different points right. in time where they're the big transitions. Sonny, you have the biggest collection of big sisters. We're going to make sure you're okay. <laughs> I'm right, just making sure. That's what what they say? Behind <laughs> every successful woman is a flock right. of successful flock. sisters. Yes. <laughs> I am gorgeous. I love it. You are, I'm going to pass on my wisdom so you can learn from my mistakes Thank and not have you. to make them yourself, Sonny. And I, and, and I, in turn, will pass it forward to the next exactly. generation. Well done. Thank Huzzah to the ladies. Yes. (laughs) Cheers. Yes. (laughs) So um, if you have, so there's sometimes people go through transitions where their kids may have been in daycare and now maybe they're in school. Right. And sometimes then expenses can change um, if they're in a public school or they're going somewhere where they're not paying. So I, Sometimes people are paying more than a thousand dollars a month right. for childcare expenses, and then all of a sudden that goes away. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's almost like a thousand dollar raise, right. right? So, do you spend that, or do you try mm-hmm. and continue living the way you were, and now get that to get you forward that much faster, right? right? So, there are different times when some of those transitions you can you can take it and really leverage your finances forward if you want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, kids going off to college too. Right. That's a big one uh, to just start planning for that. And our kids, you know, a whole nother topic, of course. But do kids pay for it themselves? Do Are you going to pay partial? Uh, do you have to plan to help pay for college? Is that, you know, through savings programs or along the way that you help pay? Or is the child going to pay cash for it? So all good topics. Mm-hmm. Right. So they can, So we've got that. Um, if you've gotten a raise, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. people all of a sudden get a big bump in their income or maybe it went down, mm-hmm. right? So times when income fluctuates significantly one way or another can be a good time to reevaluate things. You know, some people have large pots of money sitting right. there in savings. Yeah. And maybe it was an inheritance. Maybe it was a sale of a property and they don't know what to do with it. And again, those are great times to sit down and see how we can help get right. a plan in place. Or sometimes a legal settlement. I've had right. people say, okay, I just got this mm-hmm. legal settlement. Now, what should I do? Right? Exactly. I know right. I'm going to spend it if I don't do something with it. <laughs> you can't just let it sit there idly. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've covered some great ideas for people who are going through transitions in their life. Mm-hmm. We know that happens all the time. Um, but overall, if there's something that's maybe keeping you awake at night regarding your finances, I think that to sum it up, it's like, no, 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 call somebody. Don't just sit with that. There's lots of things that we encourage you to like from a self-care perspective to actually sit with right this may not be something that you need to sit with it's better to reach out and actually talk to somebody we offer complimentary consultations Mm -hmm. we do that because we want to make sure there's a good fit we want people to be comfortable with us we want to be comfortable with you we want to know that we can help people so that's Mm -hmm. why i just encourage people sit down go to Mm clearstepfinancial.com 
Go to our contact us. Say you heard us on my talk. Right. Tyler, one of us yeah. will get in touch with you. Or call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a phone number. You can call yes. 651-600-0855. And you can always keep listening to The Mom Show. You can find us on MyTalk1071.com.